You know, there hasn't been somebody to go from like 1977 until the present rating all of the poops, all of the famous dumps. Wow, that's a monumental task, buddy. This is a lot of poops. My name is Connor, alongside my friend Fox, and this is the 158th episode of Space Spinner 2000. Oh, God. Oh, for two Americans trying to make sense of the UK's own galaxy's greatest comics, 2000 AD, one month of progs at a time. This episode, we've reached the end of 1986 in our prog timeline, so we're taking an episode to do a retrospective of the year in progs. You know, we're just going to talk about this year in 2000 AD, and to help that conversation, we're giving out awards for a number of categories. Once again, it's The Spitties. This is normally where IQ and start singing a whole bunch, but I'm sick. And I'm not going to, I can't sing, Conrad, I'm sorry. But yes, buddy. <laughs> but the anticipation is high, because uh, we had some really high highs, some really desperately low lows this year. Yeah, once again, the Space Spinner boys put on their golden tuxedos and begin another round of the spinnies. <laughs> Bunch of categories. Um, you know, as always, these categories are defined as loosely as possible. Anything could be from an individual like page or panel to a whole year of work. Uh, and of course, this year we had people write in their nominations and we'll get Ooh. to them after we do our stuff. It'll be real good. Yeah. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah. So cozy. We can, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for that first category, Conrad. I'm excited to talk about all of these things. I'm so yeah. excited that I'm not going to let you introduce it. <laughs> Getting all over me as we start with Award 1 Best Art. All right. Yeah, so Best Art of the Year, just done by the various art droids of 2000 AD. Fox, I demand to know whose art was top this year, 1986 and 2000 AD. Oh my god, you're really putting me on the spot here, and if I didn't come completely prepared like I totally am, I wouldn't be able to tell you my two runners-up, baby. So Do it. First, first runner-up goes to fucking Kev O'Neill for Metal Zoic, because yeah. for what it lacked in, not like, it wasn't like a bad story, but what it did lack in story it made up for with Kev O'Neill finesse, you know, chainsaw mm. mouths and giant mammoths with fucking tank treads and mm -hmm. uh if there's anything that uh i ever just want to see be made into like a, a 1980s kids show that i remember with rosy colored glasses it's this because specifically of pumping iron like i want i want the the like giant metal sphere that then transforms into an ape with a buzzsaw on its head <laughs> would that not just be awesome totally although i always think of uh i always think of metal zoic as being less like a saturday morning cartoon and more like one of those crazy uh ralph bakshi cartoons Ooh, like like yeah. fritz the cat or uh or, or wizards or those the uh mm -hmm. two cartoon lord of the rings movies or something like that that's so weird i was just having a, a random side conversation this week about wizards a movie that not enough children have watched and should 
Man, that is a movie that, or if you're like Conrad, that's a movie that you see when you're like seven thinking it's going to be like a fun kids cartoon. <laughs> and instead, like you get changed, you know, you sort of get put on a trajectory that eventually leads to you doing 158 episodes of an English comic book podcast. I, I love it. I, I feel I feel like we're on these similar courses, man. It was wizards and, and fucking fire and ice. Talk about no story but lots of like substance, I oh, guess. Shit, fire and ice. I remember yeah, that man. one too. That was that was you were just watching it for boobies for the most part. But the I mean, barbarianism was, was yeah. pretty good. I was like ten, I think we rented it. I, I remember very vividly renting it when I was on like a summer vacation when I was a little kid. We watched it during a hurricane on, on VHS. Oh my, that's that's <laughs> kind of the most awesome time and way to watch that movie. <laughs> Just on an old tube TV. All right. Yeah, so enough, yeah. enough about not doing it. But let me yeah. tell you about my second runner up. And Please. this goes to McCarthy and Riot. And it's just a single page, which is Prague 473's uh, front page. Um, and so kind of the title placard says, when the rain comes, oh, people yeah. run and hide. And it, it, it was just the non nonsensical like buildup for the Judge Dredd uh, episode in that one, where it's like there are ghost writers that are going around beating people up, but they're actually old men in VR headsets or some shit. Yeah. Uh, whatever. That didn't matter. It was just this really awesome psychedelic cyberpunk chick on the front with an umbrella and a gun with f- like five, five barrels. horizontal barrels. Yeah. Yeah. It was fantastic. I'm like, where is this in my Blade Runner? Where is my acid induced Blade Runner? That's mm. what I wanted. Um, but you know, uh, just to keep on rolling, like top spot very easily this year. I I would be, I'd be surprised if some people also didn't mention this as their top art. Uh, sooner or later, like also something where I'm like, ah, story was whatever, but man, McCarthy just destroyed it. Like Scarab Illuminati is one of my favorite designs of a thing since ever. Like I nice. I really loved how much of that world was just so fluid and bizarre to look at like kind of i mean i looked forward to it i mean yeah it's one page and all of that but like a lot of a lot of i don't know just creativity smashed into one page that i really enjoyed yeah absolutely so yeah man that that's my full list but you know what conrad you can't get out of here without telling me what i want to know and conrad that's what's your best art for 1986 indeed yeah no i i agree that's really cool brendan mccarthy getting two spots in the in the uh in 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 the noms that's really awesome Mm -hmm. um for my uh so i i have a runners-up as well my 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 second runner-up uh so so number three in here was uh brian talbot for nemesis Ooh, love Nemesis this year, especially like that uh, later in the year, Torque of Murder stuff with like oh, the yeah. Prime Wards and the Monads and stuff. Um, Drink our know. goo. Exactly. And then just like the uh, all the ABC Warriors and like uh, the way Torque Mod is drawn to and stuff. It's all really neat and the art's really mm. great. And just the uh, especially a couple pages of just the monads flying in and stuff are 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 is art that has <laughs> stuck with me for many years. Just in terms of just being like total insanity and really awesome. It's a fucking metal album cover. Yeah, man. definitely looks good. Um, for my second runner-up, I've got Ian Gibson for Halo Jones Book Three. Um. Mm. Hard to deny this one for me. Um, 
the art and the art's really great in Halo Jones. I remember this one section when um when after like after Toy dies and Halo kind of goes back to civilian oh, life for for a few weeks. She like shaves her head and stuff. And it's all just so dark and grim, and the art really does an amazing job of uh, of bringing that out and 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 letting you see this sort of change and hardening in Halo Jones's character. And same thing for a bunch of other parts. And it honestly, like while Alan Moore's writing is really masterful, a lot of it's really like buoyed or buoyed up, as they say in uh, in England, by um, by Ian Gibson's art, you know, and just. Um, like just like in, in in enhancing things and making sort of things darker and grimmer than than they were previous than even just the words provide and stuff. It's an essential part of it, and it's really great. Man, that's a really strong agree. But beautiful yeah. words for for that that kind of send off book three, man. Yeah, definitely. And then my winner is uh, Brent McCarthy. Um, I agree <laughs> with you, with, with 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 you, Fox, for sure. You know, just for his work in a uh, dread and sooner or later, mm. McCarthy really came into his own in 1986. I think, um, you know, like that that he did dread stories like Riders on the Storm, like you said, Atlantis and the Witness, as well as a really awesome psychedelic story for Dread in the uh, Dread Annual, and then like you mentioned, the uh, the iconic cover of of a 473 is really like great, just like unforgettable dread stuff and really you know mccarthy's been with 2000 ad since like the since the double digits but this is i think really he's sort of making dread his own and standing out as an artist i think yeah absolutely i mean it was striking this year right definitely yeah and i mean he's got a really distinctive dread style as well i always talk about his really wide helmet which we're gonna see even more of (laughs) This really um, uh, tall, awesome British lion helmet. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, we're gonna like in '87. We're gonna see some some villains that that I think are specifically designed by McCarthy. I think they're gonna be, you know, and and they're really neat. Um, I I also want to say for Art Fox, I I've just got some special mentions here as well. Yeah. Um, I got Brett Ewins for his Judge Anderson work, and the Star oh, Bad God. Company as well. But just like like all the HR all the demons, Geiger shit. Yeah, yeah, like the the demons and the exorcist um, judges and all that crazy stuff in Anderson was really amazing. Um, I really want to call out uh, uh, Pew, Fabry, and, and Mike Collins for Slain this year. Great Slain stuff in both Tomb, Tomb of Terror and the uh, Trials of a Noon story that, like, the art there did, did, did a really good job. And I want to call out uh, Bella Drinelli for Ace Trucking because, you know, whatever I, we want to say about the writing in, Bell, in, uh, mm. in, in Ace Trucking – those were two 20-plus strong stories that ran with minimal interruptions that were always good to look at, even if it wasn't really backed up by good writing. Man, strong agree. And, you know, just always want to call out my bu- our, our buddy Max uh, Massimo, man. He's doing doing great work. Dude, He, I mean, he does a lot of heavy lifting for very long periods of time, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, yeah, he, w- yeah, he can, like, in a... In, as we're increasing, getting to a point where like some of the best artists also need a whole lot of time to get their stuff done, you know, Bella mm. Nelly's ability to just just bam out like twenty progs of art <laughs> is like looking like more and more of a skill, you know, while eating a plate of spaghetti, you know, yeah, Robo spaghetti, of course, yeah, of oh. course, <laughs> Mama's spicy oil sauce, got to do it, yeah, manja, manja, um, but anyway, <laughs> um, let's move on to. Award 2 Best Writer. 
What do you got for for writing stuff? Uh, 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 so, uh, well, from so I've only got one runner up this time, and mm-hmm. uh, while it is affectionately called the Tomb of Terror, I call it Slain Dungeons and Dragons. That's fair. Um, like so it of course goes to pat mills and part of this is like i know um you know we were being introduced to it the last part of last year and it sort of finished out this year but um there's something to be said about you know i had so much fun reading it then i had so much fun playing it then i had so much (laughs) fun talking to you about what i read and how we played you know that like while that isn't I would say like directly Pat Mills, it did sort of enhance it in a novel way that I wouldn't have otherwise enjoyed. It was also my first exposure to ever doing that sort of thing with comics. You know, I know mm-hmm. Dice Man got kicked off and all of this, but it was a it was a really kind of cool way um, to get in on reading it and to be to feel like you were a part of that adventure. Um yeah, I just really enjoyed it. And I mean it it helps that you know, we we were also experiencing it together, I guess. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah. Uh, so that's that. Uh in terms of best story though, it once again goes to Pat Mills, so Pat Ooh. Mills Power Hour. Um and I'm giving Always. it to him for Nemesis Book 4, uh which is like you know, how how the whole thing starts and then sort of ends up is this very interesting series of arcs, right? So we're after Nemesis's kid, but it's really like I find less focused on, let's say, Nemesis and a lot more focused on Torquemada. As an example, we start with Torquemadacon and the, <laughs> and one of the most horrible but awesome titles, Arch Bigot, right? We learn that Candida's got a fucking bomb in her head. Yeah. Like, they're leading this whole manhunt against him. Everything that is happening within the comic is very specifically targeted at Torquemada, right? Um, you're, you're going into, like, this land where time is just melting in on itself. And, hey, as it turns out, he built this giant fucking nightmare machine to just suck the goo out of the nirvana people but then (laughs) shoot their bad feelings into the sky to make double bad feeling monsters which then fight demons it's like the fuck is going on he starts going off on like crazy like horrible hate tirades Mm -hmm. uh he beats his own wife in front of people like then he gets all of his shit back like, like he paid for nothing. He is just the ultimate evil guy and just seems to be making it work. I don't know. It, it was just a very fun uh, story to read where uh, Nemesis and the characters around him, even the ABC Warriors, really took a, a back seat, even though they were along for the ride, right? So yeah. I I really enjoyed it. I really like Torquemada just as a villain. So mm-hmm. having this huge long exploration of him by Pat Mills was really fun for me, and you know enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, definitely. I'll also I'll, 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 I'll mention just that 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 this was actually book six this year. Uh, Total oh, murder. My my bad. No, no worries. But I I agree. Like we've definitely we're, we we we've definitely seen and we're gonna see the focus of Nemesis changed to be a lot more about Torquemada and sort of this evil character. Mm. Like we're going to see even more of that in 87 in a couple oh, awesome. different ways. 
Awesome. Um, and it's definitely like, yeah, he's a really, you know, the way Mills writes him is a very interesting character. He's very like, I, I, I think he's very intrigued by this very, very evil guy, you know? <laughs> I, I hope he's not living out some kind of weird fantasy. I don't think so. I just think he's like, you know, it's just more fun. To, I, I, like, I, I think the problem is that Nemesis is sort of, we, we, we've sort of seen what we can see with Nemesis at this point, yes. you know? Yes. Like, you know, he's, he's single-minded on finding Thoth, but besides that, like, his character is pretty well developed, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's more interesting, to sort of see what what motivates this this art this uh, crazed space racist instead of anything else. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and and to see him wield his truest power, which is uh, the power of rhetoric and oration. Yeah, it's an interesting thing for sure. <laughs> the the danger of the spoken word. And yeah. so with that, my man, I need to know. Everyone needs to know. My cat needs to know. What was your pick for best story slash best writer? Yeah, one. I'd say uh, my 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 second runner-up was was also Pat Mills, just for his work for his work all over um, 2000 AD and in '86, um, Nemesis, Slain, Metal Zoic, all that mm. stuff. You know, Mills is so great at creating these worlds and just drawing you into them and making things that are mysterious and magical as you want to read more of. You know, yeah. Um, I really loved like. Metal Zoke, I thought was a was a ton of fun, and just really did a great job of just creating this insane world of uh, of of robot animals. Um, Nemesis had some good writing. I really like again just the, uh, the the stuff at the end of the world was really great. You know, this idea of turning future humans into fuel for the past is such a <laughs> such insanity, but also so like yeah, I feel like like humans would do that. Like that feels right. You know, yeah, sure, it's why really, not? Really, really good. Um, and then Slain was really great too. Like you said, man, I like the the Tomb of Terror. I've gone on record as that being one of one of, if not my very favorite thing in 2000 AD that that I've man. read at least. Um, I feel I, I feel that's pretty it. strong as a yeah. yes. And I'm pretty st- you know I'm pretty stoked to someday talk about Dice Man. Like I'd really love to kind of go through that. They 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 did some really interesting stuff with um, how they use the panels and the comics and stuff, and just how. Um, how they tell a story using, you know, with gameplay and branching plots and things like that. I think it would be really interesting to check out someday. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. Yeah. Can't wait for Dice Man spinoff series. Someday. My second runner-up is uh, Grant and Wagner for, or maybe just, it, 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 it's hard to tell with this, but uh, for uh, Rage. Oh, baby. Um, you know, I didn't call out Ascara for Rage, and I sort of feel bad about that in art, because the art was really great. Um, but we really talked about the writing a lot and, and how the writing interacted with the mm-hmm. art in, in in Rage. Just sort of how you got this internal narration of, of Johnny on this quest for murder and stuff. And it's how you really fe- – I really felt like you got into his head as we were reading it. And you, you, you kind of learned his motivations and just how it really did a great job of, of, of evoking this feeling of just having this like white hot anger boiling within you at all times, no matter what's happening. You know, I think it was really, really amazing and really added some definition to, to Johnny Alpha's character that, that that's always welcome. Yeah, I think like uh, giving giving direction kind of behind the screens or behind the scenes, right? Like a screenplay does this very well. Right, some direction you don't ever need to read, but if it's understood by the artist and by the writer, you're going to get like a very good amount of execution. And I think the yeah. words really moved away 
so that the like the story could have its own place right Whether yeah that's true yeah because i think the, the the other thing is that is that uh rage did know when to get when or the uh the narration in rage knew when to get out of the way and just let uh a, a scare's masterful art tell the story mm. as well yeah awesome all right and then my 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 winner for best writer for um, 1986 is uh, alan moore for halo jones book three buddy well hell yeah um, dude you know, I think, like, I don't know, like, because, like, I do think I might like, like, despite everything else about it, I might like book two a little bit more than book three. Um, mm-hmm. Just because I think Toby's betrayal is so shocking in that one. Yes. Like, like the twist of book two is so amazing. And just Toby sort of, and, you know, because that there are sort of seeds planted for it earlier, you can really kind of be like, look back and be like, oh, my God. Like, he was actually like, you know, this crazy murder droid the whole time, you know. <laughs> um, And so I, and I feel like the big, like, twist or turn in Halo Jones was sort of you know, partway through when, when toy dies, you know? Yeah. Like, cause I feel like just, I don't know for me, like the revelation of the rat King wasn't that big a deal, I guess. We already knew it was coming. Yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely wasn't that much of a surprise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It kind of hurt Halo Jones a little bit there, but I do love the end of Halo Jones, which is she, she sort of dooms cannibal and then heads out on her own. That stuff seems really great. A lot of the writing in the middle of Halo Jones is also really good. Like as much as like the art's really great in the, both the opening and middle parts of Halo Jones when she's sort of drifting around and when she's really depressed after Toy's death. But Moore's story, you know, his, his writing in that part that frames the art is like even more important, I think. You know, I, I strongly the, agree with that. Yeah, just like her talking about her sense of loss and then not having anything when she's out of the military. That's really great. The opening part where we, we sort of see, hear the descriptions of the, of the different jobs she has and stuff are both really arresting and parts that, that, mm. that, that really stick with you for that section of Halo Jones, I guess. I mean, hell, there's that whole um, portion when they get back and, and the all clear sirens being sounded and it's just following them through the entire yeah, that, comic. Yeah, that's true. That too, yeah. That that stuff's awesome. And the uh, I want to say also just the description of um, when they go into the crush to fight. Oh my god! And the idea of it being like this kind of movie that's starting up as you enter in, you know, and like mm-hmm. it sort of starts with everything frozen, and as you go further in yourself, things start speeding up and stuff. It's insane. You know, it's something that literally can't be brought to life on the comics page, I feel like, just because it's a bunch of static images. But mm-hmm. the way Moore writes it really really creates this mental image or created a mental image in my eye that made me be like, yes, like I'd love to, you know, see a film version of this or something along those lines. You right. Know? God damn. Halo, Halo Jones. Make a good three-parter miniature film. Yeah, I'd watch it. Whatever. Um, yeah. And let's move on, Fox, to Award 3, Best Overall Thrill. Oh, the, the lauded category. Be- yeah, the best stuff in 1986, buddy. This is it. The combinate, the, the synthesis of art and writing and sequential storytelling and everything else in these comics. What's your top stuff for 1986? Oh boy. So I only have one runner up this time. 
and let me tell you, buddy, for all of your words and more, Ballad of Halo Jones, Alan Moore, nice. Ian Gibson. Um, I agree with your assessment in like, because and maybe it's not fair to kind of apples to apples, but I definitely feel more strongly about uh, book two. It mm. definitely had a lot of characters in it, like Glyph, that really, you know, yeah, kind that's of... True kind of made themselves aware now mind you that's not to downplay things like toy's death which is the turning point of the entire um sort of thing uh yeah. for book three right um but what i really loved about it is how it kind of has this bittersweet ending where you, you know that she's she is with cannibals like literally out of just like hey that this is the familiar um in a way mm -hmm. um and just longing for for like some amount of connection with anybody who could who could kind of share what she's been through in a way mm -hmm. and when she decides to leave because he is a super liar i guess and that's a good as good of reason as any to steal like a super yeah. ship and or I guess. War, you know mass murdering war criminal yeah i yeah you know there's I've, 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 I feel like she's pretty justified, but like as it ends, it's this very much a look towards the stars and like what other adventures kind of lay in wait. I think that the bittersweetness does come from like, okay, nothing else came, but I don't know at this point because I've had enough distance from us reading it through the first time. I don't know if it was absolutely necessary or would be necessary to go back and revisit. I, I, yeah, I understand some of his contempt, but, you know, I think it's <laughs> it's good to be like where it is ended, I think, as best something like this could, which is melancholic. Um, yeah, it's a really beautiful story and uh, I enjoyed it a lot in terms of my best overall man, buddy, there is no there's just rage. There is only, I, and I, I, I will fight you if it, if, if rage does not make your list somewhere on here. Uh oh, okay. Because, oh my god, uh, like, because I think we gushed about this a lot, uh, over the course of the podcast. So here's what I'll say: when it ends with everyone getting shot in the shoulder, that was pretty funny. Right, that was pretty funny. You know, it was even more funny shooting Bubba in the head, letting him get better, and then gunning him down in the street immediately afterwards. Yeah, I was like, was, "Fucking he, rage!" He thought he'd won, and he gets like five giant holes in his chest, man. Dude, that's I just like, like I, because <laughs> you're right. Like you, you were mentioning like all of this build up, these kind of different misdirections, uh, the the chums of Dennis, uh, like whole arc. That's inside of it. I loved, I loved the whole Dennis mm -hmm. situation. There's just like so much memorable stuff. I mean, at the at the beginning of this year is when we lost Wolf, right? Like yeah. this whole year was death of Wolf, immediately into Rage, then post Rage Johnny, which is an immediate change that you can see. Like the the story of Johnny Alpha as it's continued even currently has so far been, uh possibly one of my favorite narrative arcs in the entire comic book like rage 
affected me, you know? Like I yeah. wanted to see him murder all of those guys and it and to see him change now and how empty he was afterwards because nothing can bring him back. I'm like, I get it, man. Yeah. This wolf. It was it was just a very affecting story and holy shit, I loved it. And with that said, Conrad, explain to me why you put rage. <laughs> All right. Well, my my first runner up for best thrill was Slain for this year. I really like oh, Slain. Yeah. It sort of bookended the year with um, Tomb of Terror in the start of the year, and then Spoils of a Noon, and just a little bit of Slain the King at the end of the year. Um, again, like I said before, I, I love Tomb of Terror. That's it's it's one of my favorite things, so it's got to be on this list. Um, I really like Spoils of a Noon too. It's sort of a simple like like just quest. Like this could easily like you know. It's funny. It's funny that we had Tomb of Terror, which actually was D and D, and then Spoils of a Noon, which you could easily make a D and D adventure. Mm-hmm. You know, as just sort of like like a one off. Like you know, here's twelve. Here's X amount of quests based on the Zodiac. Like you got to kind of do them, and it's sort of you know, not even a lot of like combat, but a lot of like brain teasers and talking <laughs> and 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 role playing type things. You know, yeah. Um, that I think was was a really interesting way to do a story, and I thought it was was what was a cool thing and a, and a real, actually good like warm up for slaying the king and the other, the, the other things to come. You know, yeah, um, give him a little bit of a respite while he does his whole like trials of Hercules business. Yeah, and I think just kind of generally, sort of having this real like like both of these felt like a little bit of a tune downs from Time Killers like sci-fi um <laughs> yeah like philosophy kind of kind of stories you know mm-hmm. like one's a straight dungeon crawl one's got to do with like mystic celtic things and i feel like that's the place where i want slain to be i don't really i don't want slain to be interacting with nemesis stuff that much <laughs> you know yeah no i'm there with you man and like it, it like, grounded it back into a, a Celtic barbarian reality. Yeah, and I feel like Time Killers got a little nemesisy, you know, like with especially with the laser guns and stuff like that. I was not a fan <laughs> of that. Oh man. Um. So my 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 first runner up for best overall thrill is Halo Jones Book Three. We've talked about that a, a fair amount now. Um. Yeah, I just think it's really good, and like it's it's one of these ones I really remember. Um. Like reading doing the first episode of our 1986 coverage and reading the Halo Jones stuff in there and then feeling compelled to read ahead and just get the rest of Halo Jones out of my system before our our next episode, you know? Yeah. For me, that's a real mark of a really good thrill and like something that really kind of sticks with me and stuff. That just pulls you through because it's just so enticing. Yeah. yeah, I really, I, I really enjoy it, and I really enjoyed talking about it. Um, I think that's been a really great co- story to cover, and I, and I, again, just finishing it up, and you know, eventually being able to do a, do a collection for Halo Jones is really, um, feels feels like a great milestone for our show. I guess, Fuck yeah, like, you know, we've talked about this, you know, and that means that we've gotten really far in in our coverage. 158 fucking episodes, man, buddy. <laughs> and uh, my number one. Dude, it's it's rage. Come on. <laughs> How could I mean, it not be, right? I say rage, but I really mean just Strontium Dog this year. Yes. Um I think there were only like one or two months that didn't have Strontium Dog in it, I believe. Because mm-hmm. we kind of went from the Max Bubba story 
to Bubba Killing Wolf to Rage, then Major Minor, then mm-hmm. um whatever the last one was with a with McNulty's dog. Um but <laughs> I like how that's the yeah, that one, but I'm trying on. to identify it, you know? No, um, I, I literally can't remember the name of it because it was just so short and awesome, yeah, but short. It was awesome, yeah. But I mean, but just the um I mean, like you said, just the way that this really changes the landscape of Strontium Dog and get, really gave us a chance to, like, get to know this character in a real crisis, you know, follow mm-hmm. him along on, you know, both the, um, like, how he met Wolf, how Wolf died, how he avenged Wolf, and then how he tr- how he's trying to get his life back together um, now that Wolf is gone. Yeah, is, which may uh, not entirely be possible. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely something to keep an eye out for, especially, um, I guess, ne- maybe not next episode, but the episode, at- or no, no, next episode, when we start our new big Strontium Dog story. Oh, fuck yes. And Strontium, and uh, Johnny Alpha kind of gets a new sidekick, and they have a, a much rockier relationship and stuff. Oh, um, interesting. Like, I think... It's worthwhile looking at that and how, you know, I mean, and, 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 and we've talked about this a fair amount, just how important it is to look at how Johnny Alpha's character is changing through all this. Mm. I mean, he's the, of the characters in 2000 AD, I'd say he's the character whose life has changed the most in, in, yeah. in our coverage and who will continue to change and be with us for a while. Um, you know, I mean, honestly, the oh. fact that Dread doesn't change is what's cool about Dread, you know? <laughs> Oh, of course. And I think just like because of the weirdness with with Rogue Trooper, I'm just bringing up sort of the main characters here um, Mm -hmm. or the main like sort of the Mount Rushmore 2000 AD guys. You know, I mean, Rogue's character has changed, but it's gotten kind of weird and murdery, which I don't really (laughs) like. And then like, I don't know, Slane is still very much in transition. Like, I think Slane and Strontium Dog are two char- are the two characters we should really look for to, to change and sort of how their characters are going through stuff in the coming months and years, you know? Interesting. I mean, um, I'm excited for that completely because I can't agree more, obviously. Yeah. Like, Strontium Dog, I think, has left a very clear mark on me and a high watermark of quality. That it, it, like this is the kind of stuff that you know when I when I'm reading the forums or listening to you talk about it like has deeply affected people. Is this kind of writing? Is this kind of storytelling? You know, absolutely, yeah. yeah. No, I'm really like this one. Th- this was really a year to get to really get to know Johnny Alpha. He's not just you know. I mean, we kind of knew him before. You know, obviously we kind of spent time with him. As like like you know, we've spent more more time with Young Alpha than we have with, with Young Dread, for instance. Just with the. Uh, with other stuff, but it means that we just sort of know so much about his character as a character, you know, mm-hmm. and it makes it feel personal when bad things happen to him, and we feel as tr- and lets us feel so triumphant when he succeeds, you know. But I think it's always yeah. really awesome. It's beautiful, man. Yeah, buddy. Oh man. All right. Oh. So now for our more, we 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 get to the back half of the um <laughs> of the award show, and things get more esoteric, Fox. <laughs> I'm so excited to uh, uh, to nitpick. Indeed. Award for best month. 
And so, you know, this is just, yeah, a month of, of progs. I think usually we go by by episode for these. Um, mm-hmm. So they might actually span literal months, I guess. Um, <laughs> but I think that's, you know, but obviously I, I guess you could do a calendar month if you really wanted to. Like whatever, you know, you don't got to go by our show. <laughs> Fox, what's your best month for 1986? Or what's your favorite episode for 86? So uh, weirdly enough, mine is one that, that spans two months. Most um, of them do, honestly. <laughs> yeah. So I I selected very specifically episode 149 which is progs 467 through 470, which, and I, I want to add a caveat here. Um, any month that I could have chosen would have come with this same caveat for balance. There are these other things. <laughs> um, so let me, let me talk about what is good uh, about 149. So first off, Bad City Blue wasn't bad yet. Mm. Um, which, which was awesome because it started awesome, but a cop who just shoots people in a future city. I'm like, this is like dread only like also escape from New York. I was really stoked about it. (laughs) While I know how it ends, I think it really did a good job of like early game presentation before bad company showed up, which does the actual good job of showing people how to start a comic book. Um, (laughs) So, uh, and I believe this was just starting, not immediately, but it might have been like the second episode for uh, Anderson of Side Division with the H.R. Giger child. Oh, um, yeah. You got a lot of that fucked up face in in those four <laughs> comics. Yeah, the, the, uh, and, the, and the, 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 the amazing living shawarma boy, for sure. Yeah. Oh, God. It was oof. Um, and then there were uh, three uh dread stories in there that i really liked it pays to be mental which i thought was fucking hilarious just like how this crazy person deals with living in mega city one the big sleep uh which is two episodes i believe um Mm -hmm. where it's just judge dread fights an alternate of himself which is a slobbery man (laughs) (laughs) yeah just looks hard-boiled um detective novel narration as well yeah exactly and then zombie which was horrifically terrifying and sad like this guy just for those who might not remember he this guy who works for um a bio company and they basically grow people but without brains to to use their super diseases on to see what happens um and you know he's pretty convinced that they're definitely alive and arguably they are um within by the end of it uh, but you know, just really sad. Guy dies. That one's and... got some crazy art by by Cliff Robinson as well. It just really like... does, like the the distended necks and stuff like that. Yeah, Ugh, it was gross. <laughs> um, there was also uh one of the better future shocks of the year, which I believe was a repeat. It's the regrettable ruse of Rocket Red Glare. Yeah, that's an um, that's a reprinted uh Alan Moore one. Yeah, which was really great because it ends with uh the. <laughs> whatever kind of hero getting smashed with two gigantic robo hands from a spaceship totally. really good um and then sooner or later was in full weirdo swing and then uh for my caveats for balance um there was uh the super sub bert which mm, mm, okay mm. thanks for your story uh and ace <laughs> trucking moving on hey conrad oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me that this is like ace trucking is going to be my whipping boy for for this in another category. That's <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, Conrad, 
What was your best month? Best oh man, month or I episode? kind of have, I kind of have a two months, I guess, mostly because Ooh. because we had a big gap this um in, in our '86 coverage. Yeah, like the first part of '86 feels like a separate year almost than the second part of '86 <laughs> does. It's true. Um, you know, so my my first best month was March 1986, episode 144, Progs 459 to 462. And that's where Halo Jones starts fighting on Moab mm-hmm. with that part that I mentioned before that I really love. It's the the end of Tomb of Terror. And then there's some real good dreads. Um, there's Brian Talbot fighting or drawing dread when those mutants take over that flying ship. Oh, the, yeah, uh, the Flying Dutchman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, there's the letter from a Democrat story, which is a really important dread story that I really like. That one was oh. fucked up. Just real haunting and stuff, real good. Um, and then the uh, the knee pad kid returned, which I thought, which I liked because it was funny, just having one story about people calling for democracy and then another one showing a, a judge going bad. Like that's a good one-two punch, you know. Mm. Uh, plus, it was in the middle of the Ragnarok storyline for uh, Johnny Alpha or for Strong Team Dog, and that's when there was like helico- a helicopter yeah. warped in, and it was helicopters <laughs> versus Vikings, and I thought that was really awesome. A real, uh, a real uh, somebody's really good at civilization versus someone who's really bad at civilization kind of situation going oh, on. Oh, that's there, you fantastic. Know? <laughs> and then for the second part, I picked uh, August and September 1986, which is. Uh, Episode 153, Progs 483 to 486. Mm-hmm. And in that one, uh, Dread fights Death Fist. Um, a petty oh criminal God. is lobotomized, and we go to Atlantis. So some great uh, Brendan McCarthy stuff there. Um, it's also the start of Metal Zoic, and it's the mm-hmm. middle of Torque of Murder for, for Nemesis. And it's also when Johnny Alpha, like, frees the chums and starts the end game. You know, I think by then two of the main three guys have had their shoulders blown off and stuff by the end of that. <laughs> and they're on the run and we, we see dude take off his hood or whatever. I, yeah. I can't remember his Well, that's name. not till next episode. Imp- oh, Impetigo okay. Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's got the Impetigo. I mean, it's not just a clever name, you know? Um <laughs> But those are my two. I really like those ones. Um, man, just looking fantastic. back, I was like, "Oh man!" Like each of those has some great dread stories, and the rest of the stuff is really good. You know, beautiful. Also, he's trucking, but I don't want to. I don't like to be negative on the awards <laughs> show. Um, <laughs> anyway, Fox, we've got best month, but now for the even crazier question, one that gets harder and harder every time. It's award five best year. Fox, I was listening to some old episodes of uh, yeah. of, our, of our show. Um, man, I got to figure out something about to do with those. Um, but also, Oof. it's real funny to, with our first spinnies, and, and, and we do best year there. And it's like, oh, in seventy seven, this is real easy. Like whatever, Conrad. You know. <laughs> um, and but I think now n- now we've got ten years in here. You know. I know. Um, and so it's getting harder and harder to figure out where these years go among amongst each other and even just to remember like okay so yeah. like what was like you know i've had to go back and just be like what was so good about 82 that i loved it so much and remember oh yeah like abc warriors and all that stuff you know um it's a challenge but i think it's a it's an interesting one and one that lets us sort of you know have a, a little more of a discussion about the whole breadth of 2000 ad 
So, so with that, Fox, what's your best year? Oh my God! So, or, or I, where does this year place in your yeah? So thing that's of that's a very important question. So, uh, I definitely I like it's hard for me to remember like fucking seventy nine as an example, mm. right? Like I don't fucking know. And I've been going sequential for a very long time. And yeah. so when when I'm doing waiting against these things, I have to think about like, okay, how much enjoyment uh, did I derive off of what I know is approximately within these these sections, right? Because I'll have like a little sentence written next to it, but that doesn't really explain much as I found out today. <laughs> so let me talk to you about 86, which you've yeah. heard a lot of. Like there are a lot of things that I like about it, but... The albatross for me. I know you are trying to remain positive, so I no, will. It's fine. I will. I will break that. Yeah, do that it feels situation. right, buddy. Dude, I, like when you have ace trucking, which has been such a pivotal. Like we've laughed at ace trucking so much, but it just followed through this entire year. I'm like, it didn't get a break. It didn't just get to like stop and catch its breath. It just kept like following a bad idea down like a a worse. Thing. It's like a, a, a person who doesn't let up on the bad joke, and you're just like, ah, oh, God, please, please stop. Yeah. And I think that that's the damning portion of 86, right? Because there's so much good that's in here. So when I think about the 80s, right, because we've been through 80 through 86 now, yeah. I have to kind of put it in a place that is not at the top, um, but putting it above something like 84 or 83 i'm like ah god but like there was a whole bunch of good shit there like i didn't hate all the things so i've put it down a couple of pegs where i think it's gonna live for now Ooh. uh and i'm gonna say that it's above 82 but below 83 and since i've been going sequential so far it's been pretty good and with the added note of this is because of Ace Garp. <laughs> nice. Got um, that weight on it. <laughs> because I, so a lot of a lot of the early '80s were like getting good, but from what I recall, and especially with what I have written here, it's just kind of like, okay, this is like cool shit. Things are ramping up, but it's only at like '83 and up, where you were just like, oh, dude, you have no idea what's coming, and then my mind was blown. Right? <laughs> yeah. It was for a, sure. it was a lot of people coming into their own. Now, that said, Rage is the reason this doesn't drop any lower, right? Mm. Uh, Halo Jones is the reason this doesn't drop any lower. Sooner or later, right? Metal Zoic, uh, Nemesis, Slain. Like, there's so much in here that's good. Um, and I think that it deserves to be in, like, this little, like, Oreo cookie filling of 80s uh, <laughs> as I prepare for what everyone says is the bad times. <laughs> coming i mean um, you know like i'd say fox that the you know the bad times of 2000 ad are a problem for like 2021 fox you know oh like we've still got a pretty decent amount of of, of good stuff coming up that's for, that's great because i love double stuff oreos <laughs> so like 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 i'd say it's like i'd say like 91 is when you sort of start start to get of stuff is bad. Like um, I like I've 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 read through eighty seven. Eighty seven's real fun. Eighty seven's got some real good stuff in it. You know, man, I think eighty eight does too. Stoked. Okay, we'll see. All right, you know? all right. <laughs> well, I, yeah. So I mean, that's that's my justification for putting it there. You can yeah. fight me. 
but I don't think you will. I don't think that's a fight anybody wants to have. But man, <laughs> I'm I'm interested in the more discerning Connosaurus, the T Rex of taste himself, the Stegosaurus of something something. I, what where do you put it on for your best year, man? Where is it listed? Oh, now I'm trying to think of a Stegosaurus thing. Um, I, I know. know. <laughs> it was it was of, hard. Of syndication, I don't know. Yeah. Um, ooh, I like actually that kind of works. I like. So it. okay. Um, here's my list of years, Fox. Okay. <laughs> I got eighty. <laughs> How many years do you know, Conrad? Make a list. These are the years I know. I know. These are the years I know. Um, so I got eighty-four as best year. It's staying best. It's 84, 83, new entrant 86, then 85, 82, 79, 81, 80, 78, 77. So basically, I got 86 as third best here. 86 is a good year. Uh, Strontium Dog really provides a, a spine mm. story, like you've said, for pretty much the whole year, just sort of going from Ragnarok to, you know. To Max Bubba, to Rage, to sort of post-Rage Johnny Alpha. That really kind of gives you a baseline of 2000 AD in a year where, where we had mostly uh, short Dread stories. I don't think we even had a lot of like... I, I think the like the longest Dreads we got were like a four-parter or something. Not a lot of big Dread stuff this mm. year. Yeah. No, not that um, I can think of. Yeah. The, yeah, uh, the only one was Atlantis. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the um, the Judge Anderson story early in in '86 was really good. I really like that one. Just mix mm-hmm. a combination of just like you know, psychic hijinks and tough choices and drama and stuff, which is really good. Um, Halo Jones, of course, also really great. Like you said, Fox, though this year is marred by several poor long term stories. You know, um, yeah. like Ace Trucking. Like you, you know, the like. I love the achievement of Ace Trucking. Yeah. Like one tr- one story's 20 progs, one story's like 24. If the, if they put if the if it was like one or two weeks of gap in between them, like like not even a whole month, you know, if they put them together, this would be an even bigger run than Meltdown Man was, which was also by Ballardinelli. The guy is a workhorse, you know. God damn. Um but like it just like wasn't really that funny. And that's sort of where a, a humor strip lives and dies, of course, you know? Yeah. And I think what, what, what you said, yeah, this idea of them chasing a joke and doing a thing, like, over and over again and it not getting results was a real, like, nail in its hide, you know? Like, I just don't know if there were really 20 progs of jokes in that chicken story. <laughs> or 26. There wasn't. We like, read it. Yeah. Or like, or like twenty four progs worth of jokes in in the uh, in the in the Moviola story. You there know? wasn't. Yeah, we read so, it. You know, because of that, it is, and because there's so much of it. You know, it's not like when there's like one bad thrill for a while, or even <laughs> like like when we've had like some some Rogue Trooper stuff where Rogue Trooper was sort of dirling about. Oh fuck, it, Bad City Blue. And at least there were like stories within Rogue Trooper, so you, it would kind oh, of break yeah, things yeah. up, and you kind of have some variety and things like that. Like, Ace Trucking just became a, an unrelenting thing that we just constantly, like, all right, like, let's just get through this for a long time. That hurts, hurts the year. Mm. Um, the, it's also got some really, like, but like I said, you know, again, Rage, Halo Jones, um, Judge Anderson, Metal Zoic, um, Torka Murder. These are stories that are iconic and amazing and really also raise the year up and sort of put them mm. in two different places, you know? 
Man. I mean, I still, I still say like 84, 83, these are really top years in 2000 AD, ones that I think it's going to be a really hard to unseat, you know? Like That's 80, beautiful. I've spent a lot of time thinking about sort of this golden age of 2000 AD. You know, I, I'd really say that it kind of starts a couple months on either side of basically what, what we talked about in, 19, in, in a 2018. So it like basically sort of maybe the final months of 1981 into the first couple months of 1986 and then mm. 82 to 85 really being like this 2080 golden age. Yeah, it feels um, that way. You know, I don't know. Now, like I, I, this year has been fucking interesting. I'll yeah. give it that much. I like, mean, I th- and I think a big thing we're seeing a little bit in this year, and we're really going to see in '87 that makes it different from the golden age. Is just these rise of new ar- of new artists and authors. You know, ooh. like we've seen it a little bit with um, both Brent McCarthy kind of coming in, t- like showing up and really kind of mi- uh, uh, making things big. Um, we saw it with Peter Milligan coming in and doing sooner or later and starting Bad Company. Peter Milligan's going to basically always have a story in 1987. That's um, awesome. We've seen, and then like uh, Grant Morrison also is going to have like his big um, continuing story, uh, Zenith in 87 as well, which is going to be a real game changer also. You know, the idea that this comic can just be written or, or you know, we're, 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 we're moving away from this time when the comic's sort of just being written by by, by Grant Wagner, you know, yeah. in various pseudonyms and stuff and getting more <laughs> variety in the writers, which I, which, which I think is good and a cool change. But it is a change that makes it different from the golden age. And so it means that we're sort of saying goodbye to that and to this new era that I think is really going to be really cool. I think the future looks bright for 2000 AD for at least the next four years or so, you know? Well, I um, think, I mean, it, it feels like to me, especially in the early parts of the 80s, um, we we were talking about often how we sort of missed how uh, doing something different, right? Like different yeah. stories or, or different IPs, right? In that sort of way, right? And this year, uh, we got a couple, right? And it felt good. Like, I think... We were pretty stoked. I mean, I was stoked for Bad City Blue until it, you know, kind of blew up Um, (laughs) or got sucked into a black hole. Yeah. Um, But, you know, Bad Company is one that's just sticking with me, man. Every time I see Kano, I'm like, fuck, (laughs) I want to play this video game. I want to read this comic book. I want to watch this movie, you know, soon enough. So. Yeah, it's really it's it's tickling it's tickling me a bit, and just and to hear that it's kind of going in that direction again, I'm like, fuck yeah, bring on, bring on some of the the more experimental shit. Sooner or later was fantastic. Yeah, I think I, you know, I thought it was I, I thought it was pretty good. I'm I'm just I'm really interested to see all this stuff. You know, mm. just like. I, you know, it, it's it's funny because I've talked to people like like I'm really excited to talk about 1987. I know a lot of people have said that they can't wait to hear what you have to say about 1987. Also, and oh. I really agree with that. Like I'm really <laughs> stoked about it. Okay. Because I think oh. I think there's going to be a lot of stuff that you're going to really like, and I think that's going to be really cool. Oh man, you know me um, well. Yeah. So that that just makes me really excited. Yeah. To the future, buddy. But before we talk about that, um, we I. Sorry, we asked our our listeners what they thought about um two thousand about uh the about nineteen eighty six and what their spinny nominations are and let's talk about those now. 
Greetings from the future. Oh, God. Why are we here? Why did you take me here? Where are we? Yeah. Futuristic Conrad and Fox here to read off your nominations for the 1986 Spinnies. Woo! Oh, my God. We've gone so far into the past. I don't yeah. even remember what the future is anymore. Oh man, it's well, you know, it's still it's still the super past for us, but it's it's also the past in relation to where we are as we're currently recording things. Don't no, worry about no it too much. No science shit. I'm here for comic books. God damn Always. It. Okay, so here's what folks read. We asked every I, I asked everybody to just send in nominations for different things or just you know what you liked in '86, all that stuff. Mm. So first up on Twitter. Uh, Paul Smith said John Wagner and Alan Grant with Carlos Escara for Rage. Give, oh, yeah. all, give them all the golden spinnies. It's just too <laughs> so good. Why are you doing this? Because I hate you. Blam. That's just such a <sighs> rage. Yeah, and then an explosion and a thumbs up emoji. Live it up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Uh, on on Facebook, Richie Flannery said that 86 is maybe the best year. I don't know if I agree with that, but it was definitely a very good one. Um, and then friend of the show, Jake Ebling, he's been on here doing some guest hosting duties, mm. said, best art, Brendan McCarthy for Sooner or Later. Oh. Be- best writing, Wagner Grant and Strontium Dog, Rage. Overall thrill was also Rage. Best <laughs> Not a hard one. Yeah, best month was uh, September, October, uh, Prague 154, or uh, um, episode 154, w- w- which I had ha- as one of my top months. The mm. Climax of Rage, JD in Atlantis, Metal Zoic going crazy, Monads attacking Nemesis and Torquemad at the end of the time. <laughs> at the end of yeah. time, uh, absolute bonkers sooner or later with uh, mm. McCarthy's incredible work. And uh, a shame that Ace Trucking was so poor, as we always say. <laughs> uh, yeah, poor Ace. And then, yeah, and then he, he says for best year is a tough selection because he's had some awesome stuff this year. Slain was great, as was Anderson. Bad Company starting was amazing. Favorite oh, of mine back then. And it's Beautiful. been great rereading it in the Hatchet collection. Man, that's – see, look at that. Great. Yeah. Love it. Hey, we, we all like this stuff. In email – uh, Joe Eady, who I had on um, for the, uh, I believe, the Dread special this year in 86, mm. said uh, he's getting his spinnies in early because, man, we were just – this 86 took forever. So he sent this email in March. So live <laughs> it up. Um, anyhow, he says, uh, best art. So much great art this year. Ian Gibson, Kev O'Neill, and Glenn Fabry um, deserve to be more than just runners-up because I think they turn in the best work of their career. But for my top wow. spot, it's Brendan McCarthy. He blows everything else away. Oh, God. It's wild to think that he was doing covers back in year one and is still an, an occasional contributor to the comic in the present day. Yeah, he's really great. Yeah. And I, we, We've talked about this, but yeah, he really came into his own in 86. Strong agree. For best writing, he says for the fourth and final year, Pat Mills and Alan Moore go head to head. It's another extraordinary year for Pat Mills, not the least mm. for the Tomb of Terror dice rolling experiment. God, really, so great. There's no contest. Halo Jones book three. Damn. Well, decisive on that one, huh? Yeah. Oh. At least, I mean, not not to, I mean, certainly not disparaging someone's, like, tops, but, man, it just ended so dark. I mean, it's sort of hopeful in the end. Yeah, I think it's more bittersweet than dark. Like, she's sort of, you yeah, know, she's moving, yeah. moving out, and, uh, you know, she's leaving um, dark things behind, but there could be bright things in the future. I think that's more than a lot of us can have when we move on to things. It's all, it's all pears and vinegar out there, man. Mm. Best overall thrill, Joe says, uh, Metal Zoic and Halo Jones tie for first place. Two of the most wonderful things ever published in 2000 AD. Mm. 
I agree with that. I love that Metal Zoic man. Get those guys. Get those it's, weird uh, robot monsters in there. It's so awesome. I gotta. I gotta become one with this now dead fucking like what is it? Uh, elephant tank. Yeah, Robo Mammoth. <laughs> Robo Mammoth. Robamoth. Ooh. And then the <gasps> best year, she says, this is getting really tough. Both Ace Trucking and the Ragnarok job took a great premise and stretched it out a bit too much. Yeah. But it's been a great year for Dread with, and with Ray, or it's been a great year for Dread while Rage, Anderson, and Sooner or Later are awesome. So 84 yeah. still gets top spot and 79 is still my second best, but I'll give 86 the number three spot. Nice. And special mention to- yeah, and then he says special mention to Kev O'Neill's Evil Mutant Dread story, which is one of my all-time favorites, and I know you like that one too, Dre- uh, Fox. Fuck, yes. Mutant Dread, he's got a big chin. It's so, I, I mean, I, I just have to keep bringing it up every time we say it. I really wanted him to rip off that chin. Mm, yeah, it's true. <sighs> it, that would what have been great... like the chef's kiss of perfection if that had happened. Yeah. Chekhov's chin. Oh. <laughs> Finally, from the uh, from the 2080 forums, Whizbang says best art color Scara was well represented in 1986 with Ragnarok and Rage. Mm. It was all of such a consistently high standard. He hasn't given any clunkers this year, but even when he did do stuff like Tharg strips, they're made readable and enjoyable by his work. Uh, for best writing, Wagner and Grant had another great year for Dread with a focus on short stories, Magruder leaving and firing the council for their loyalty. The, mm. the, the strawberry jam story, which is about, uh, you know, the psychological illness caused by dread, basically, <laughs> which is horrible. Yeah, it says it's, it, it is a real psychological I- illness that is described here, one that I have witnessed, which is interesting. Um, Adrian Cockroach, It Pays to Be Mental, The Exploding Man, Stan Lee and Kenny, who were some of the hi- highlights, but it was all in all a good year. Yeah. Um, and then um, he says 82 is still his best overall year. Um, Sheridan in the, in the forums, besides just making a giant list of everything I that was that. in 2000 AD in 1986, which is really, what a hero. really awesome. Yeah. What a fucking hero. Um, he says if um, he worries that he's gone over, overboard for best overall thrill, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always willing to let people put, put in what they want. Um, mm-hmm. For best art, Torquemada, the, the Garden of Alien Delights. Brian Talbot channeling Hieronymus Her- Bosch with <laughs> Pat Mills putting us in Tomas's boots to boots. Yeah. <laughs> best writing, Alan Moore, Halo Jones book three, the mage's last full work for 2000 AD. Mm. Dread, Letter from a Democrat, the foundations of so oh, much man. that followed. And Dread Beyond the Wall, a different kind of Dread story. Yeah. The specials. But um, best overall thrill, Strontium Dog, Max Bubba, the Ragnarok job, which changes Strontium Dog forever. God, still feeling it. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, Nemesis the Warlock, the, the Torture Tube, which is from Dice Man, actually. Um, and there, there's a bunch of like, uh, di- and, and Sheridan nominated a bunch of Dice Man things, which I think is pretty cool, but also things that I'm like, all right, like, you know, someday we'll check that out, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I mean, yeah. I'd be I I'd be kind of okay doing a Dice Man comic. Man, if we can find the time, then we're gonna jump right. Then we're gonna figure that out. Oh for God, sure. yes. I got enough pro- tra- pro- problems trying to get progs out of you, buddy. Let alone side projects. <laughs> it's uh, pulling teeth, man. It's pulling teeth. Also, best overall thrill for Sheridan: Attack of the Fifty Foot Woman. Great work from Gary Leach. Managed to see the original pages at or- Orbital Comics recently-ish, which is pretty neat. For Nemesis the Warlock, Torque a Murder with Termite, The End of the World, The Monads, Satanus, What's Not to Like. 
Uh, Metal Zoic, I'd probably put this one higher, but DC has the copyright and won't let Pat and Kev get it reprinted. Yes. <laughs> uh, Dice Man, Indiana Jones is nothing on him. Again, the uh, the Dice Man uh, cover character. Hmm. And Atlantis, our first proper introduction to Brits at Judges, not counting Ron Smith's ones in the Daily Dread. And of course, the Varks, which at the start of 83. Did Kevin actually draw, ever draw an actual alien story? I love Ooh. those Varks, man. Crazy times. Um, best month he punts because, man, there's just, um, there's just too much to do figuring that out. And I can, I can <laughs> empathize with that. Oh, uh, God. It really is. You just kind of have to comb through that or just comb. Th- You're welcome to comb through the episodes, of course. Yeah. And then best overall year up to 86 is 83 because it's the year that got me into 2000 AD. I always appreciate, like, you know, when it yeah. maps into people's 2000 AD story. But, you know, Skiz, Nemesis, the Warlock, Book 3, The Moses Quest, Cry of the Werewolf, The Slaying of Slade. These are fun um, yeah. 2000 AD God, stories Skiz for sure. Skiz especially. I love yeah. you, Skiz. Always. Um, the Monarch in the 2084 forum says, uh, my picks for best of the year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, best art, Brian Talbot for his sublime work, both uh, on Nemesis in the Prague and in Dice Man. Best writing, Alan Moore for Halo Jones Book Three, IMO, one of one of Moore's best works. Mm. Best overall thrill, Strontium Dog, which could arguably oh, be yeah. the last truly great year for Johnny Alpha, as in my opinion, it never gets as good as this year's run of the Strip. Uh, don't really? get me wrong. The strip's still fun, but it never reaches the heights of the Ragnarok Rage doubleheader again. Man, oof, dark, I mean, dark words there. They, I, mean, I mean, like, look, I—he's probably not wrong. I, it, I mean, it was yeah. it was the most intentional or uh, uh, emotional gut punch that it could have thrown me. Like, holy shit! And then immediately getting onto the your your buddy's dead now go and murder all of the people who did yeah. it. Yeah, like that's a hard thing to pull off twice, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it's an interesting point, especially in a view of a whole year or as, you know, a year of of comics. Or I don't know how I, I forget how long Rage was, or how long uh, the Ragnarok job was, but Rage mm. was like 25 weeks, you know? Yeah. So, while we um, um, Bitch is really fun. I, you know, I, I know we both really enjoyed that. Oh, yeah. I don't know if the rest of 87 is going to be as strong as that one just to make a whole year of comics. You know what I mean? Hmm. Moving on, Alex F. says, uh, always a, uh, best art, always a tough choice, but I'm going with Massimo Bellardinelli, um, specifically for the Doppelgarp, which is stuff full of of deliriously manic goings-on. <laughs> plus, we will get more Ma- – um, plus, although we will get more of Massimo over the next couple years, this is the last time we'll get him in every prog all the time, which I think is, is reasonable. But he's so it's beautiful. A, He's it's like a an sad angel. chicken song for uh, Mass Bobelli now. <laughs> <laughs> but Alex says, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling bad for not calling out Ian Gibson's work for Halo Jones Book 3. But you did, so it worked out. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Not <laughs> Best writing. Sorry, go ahead. Nope. No, 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 no. Best writing since they wrote something like three... Since they wrote something like three quarters of all stories for this entire year, it's got to be Wagner and Grant. That's reasonable. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> But specifically, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to them for Judge Dredd. 86 is, for me, the best year of fun, inventive, witty, and occasionally moving one-off Dread tales. And I think that's reasonable. Yeah. Like, there's not not a lot of long Dread, but a lot of interesting Dread in the course of 80s, for sure. Well, it gave it gave way to 
exactly what was happening with Strontium Dog, right? Like, it's not mm-hmm. as though they're, like, Dread wasn't doing any of his heavy lifting. He's there every fucking issue, you yeah, know? Yeah, but you don't need a big Dread, Dread epic when you've got Rage going at the same time. I exactly. You can point. rest for a second. You can plan out your... You can plan out your next big hit, which we're kind of feel like getting into these days. Yeah, and then uh, for Alex for best thrill, uh, no question, Strontium Dog Rage. What more needs to be said? God, it's so true. I feel bad for anybody who hasn't like I. I mean, you've mentioned before, uh, like people having prog slogs and things like that, but not really mm-hmm. getting all that far. How many people actually jump into the eighties? Like, is this something that you feel? most people would see because obviously i mean there's a resounding feeling that energy from the community that we that we interact with you know i mean it's tough because it's hard to start a prog slog like not at prog one i feel like yeah no i'm there with you like that seems like a week like you'd have to justify the choice like maybe if you you know if you started reading it into the in a in 82 you'd or you know in a certain year you'd want to start in that year or something like that Anyone I mean, who doesn't go through the annals of Mach 1, I don't know if I can respect that. <laughs> that's reasonable, for sure. But I mean, but so it means that, you know, Rage is like nine years in or, you know, 500 progs in. It's a, re- it's, yeah. it's, it's a, it's a, like, I always feel like no, no matter where we've gotten as, as we hit these stories, it's always a big milestone for us just because, you know, while I'm always supremely confident in our ability to one day get current on this podcast, there's still just a lot of road behind us and a lot more road in front of us, you know? So it's <sighs> important to be like, yeah, man, we got to rage, you know, we finished or especially in 86, like we, we finished Halo Jones, you know, we got to 87 and saw, um, you know, Johnny Alpha had to take a shower with Ronald Reagan, you know, we got, or, you know, we got to, it was, it was the threesome I never knew I wanted. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll get to 88 and Simon Bisley will show up. Things like that. You know, I think that's, um, big milestones that are things to look forward to and that are, you know, an an achievement to get to because it's hard, you know, whatever, just putting one foot in front of, in front of another for all this time is a thing. Um, and then, sorry, let's, let, let's get back to Alex here. Um, sorry, for his best Alex. month. Yeah. He's, uh, you know, he, he's gonna be on the show in 87. I'm pretty stoked <gasps> about it. We're, awesome. We're going to do the, uh, the 87 sci-fi special. It's, it's we a need, good episode. We need to, we need to start getting these people mounted on a wall somewhere. <laughs> Something. Um, but so his best month is May. My fave one-off dread. It pays to be mental. This was your pick for best month also, Fox. Um, plus the supremely gorgeous possessed story for Anderson and the good opening bits of sooner or later and bad city blue, not to mention the kickoff of rage <laughs> <laughs> and for best overall year, the dead weight of carpet baggers is holding me back, but still looking at the list of all time. Great thrills in 86. I have to call it Tharg's best year yet. Bold. Ooh, good man. Um, yeah. Strong for, statements. Absolutely. Our buddy. Eamon Clark from the uh, Mega City Book Club, 1986. Oh my goodness, what a year. Best writing, Alan Moore for Halo Jones Book 3. Best art, Ian Gibson for Halo Jones Book 3. Best overall thrill, Halo Jones Book 3. I think we know where it's bread's buttered for 86. (laughs) Um, And his best month was April for the last episode of Halo. Um, Now cross out all my answers and put Wagner, Granascara, and Rage instead. It's so close. (laughs) 
<laughs> I, you know, it's so true. I, it's the, it's a beautiful, like an embarrassment of riches. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're very much the 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 two top stories for '86. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I think we can all definitely agree on that. Yeah. So, it, um. Eamon suggests a, a joint spinny. And man, listen, we got oh. the spinny, so you got to make these hard decisions, you know? <laughs> That's how it exactly. <laughs> it's, 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 it is sort of the worst part. It's part of like why, I mean, I don't know when we started doing it, but the, the runners up and things like that, special mentions, because you just yeah. want to, you want to call them out. Like, hey, you didn't do a shit job. You know? Absolutely. This yeah. I've always had them just because it's like, um, there's always stuff I want to talk about. It's not just the top thing, what? you know? Talk about stuff on a, podcast show what are you some kind of talk boy especially not conrad conrad talking on a podcast oh who could imagine um, oh, so God. uh lay ass also in the 2000 <laughs> 2080 forums it's been a strange a strange year and i think you hit the nail on the head when you talked about how thargs had revisited leaves with an uncomfortable feeling oh thank you very much yeah um 86 is a great year but we all um but we've all lost um but but we have all but lost Ron Smith on Dread, the last man standing of the big three, ably replaced by Cam Kennedy, McCarthy, and Higgins True, and with some budding work from Kitson from Kitson and Robinson, but you do get the sense of uh the, the sense of manic behind the scenes juggling, especially when when Robin Smith uh, pops up on a on a on a strip. I agree. Like yeah. I think Robin Smith's a great uh a good artist, but I feel like when he does show up on things, it means that they've run out of money for something. <laughs> like, there's a they, they just need someone to rely like a reliable hand to do a one-off story, and that's Robin Smith's job a lot of the times. Um, we even get a Kenny Who meta commenting on the braid drain to the land of the stars and stripes slash capes and tights. Wow. <laughs> Bold. Um, Ace also runs out of steam. Wolf is gone, and Rogue has been wrestled from Jerry Finley Day to do something not quite right. I think I think we can all agree on that. That this, these hit stories are a little weird. Um, Moore does some of his finest work on Halo Jones Book Three, but that's all she wrote. But that's all he wrote, I should say. Oh. So for me, '84 remains my favorite year. Yeah, fist bump. Um, <laughs> as Stronter run of Stront, but backed up with more and more. Dread gives us question of judgment and of City of the Dam fizzled out. It does that in 1985. Screw you, 1985. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Whatever. Favorite artist of 86, Glenn Fabry. Favorite writer of 86, begrudgingly, Alan Moore. The Splitter. <laughs> Favorite wow. story of 86, Rage. God, so so beautiful. Man, I ah, really, it always, like, this kind of stuff always strikes me on how, yeah, how many like how people much solidarity there is just yeah, in these. Specific, well, yeah, well, solidarity, like, even preference, like, within some, some amount of it, right? But... At the same point, it's just like, damn, these kind of comics have really like hit people. It's really oh, absolutely. I, like, I, I try yeah, to talk. I, mean, I, I even outside of the podcast, I, there's only like one person in my entire life, other than you, <laughs> that I can even talk to about this, and they're kind of more on the art side of things. Yeah, it's interesting just getting these stories out and being able to you know, talk about them with people. It's definitely been been fun stuff I've found. Um, our final set of nominations <gasps> from Funt Solo on the 2080 forums. 1986, a tricky year with some sense of slowdown. Best art, Judge Dredd, Riders on the Storm, that Brendan McCarthy. Ooh. Yeah, surreal, exciting, fresh, and it works. Yeah, I, I Best writing, with that. 
Totally. Best writing, Judge Dredd, letter from a Democrat. He <laughs> sensed that something's wrong with the Justice Department. It's yeah. like the strip matures right here. We're actually, um, in the future, we're, we're recording this. We're about to get to some of the big fallout from a letter from a Democrat that I'm very, I'm, I'm really Ooh, excited to talk about. Okay. All right. Because that one was yeah, fucked up. Definitely. <laughs> best overall thrill, The Ballad of Halo Jones, book three. Just All right. hands down the best year in the, th- in the prog for the entire year. It's up against Rage, but Rage is comparatively one note and drags a bit at 21 episodes. Halo Jones has gravity and leaves you wanting more. Which I think it's an interesting take, oh. for sure. Like that is, Halo- a, that, is, that is a great argument. Yeah, for sure. I think it's a... a uh, an interesting piece of the conversation, yeah, that um, there's a lot of interesting nuance in in Halo Jones that you maybe don't get in Rage. But I also like the single-mindedness of Rage, I guess. like, I mean, it is about uh, Rage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if it does have some kind of little jokes in there, like the chums and other things like that, it is very, like, the single-mindedness of, of Johnny, at least, in the story is, I, I think, an important part of the story, you know? I mean, him going just insane huffing crystals was a little bit intense. Always. Yeah, that's my problem, too. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Fun solo finishes up. Honorable mentions. Judge Dredd the Warlord. Cam Kennedy doing the good stuff on a taut supernatural thriller. Yeah, I mean, while there are some objectionable parts in the Warlord, those crazy samurai running around killing everybody are pretty awesome. Uh, Strong Team Dog Rage, a bitter tragedy, a bleak western. Yeah, it's the searchers of 2000 AD for sure. Mm. Anderson's side division, The Possessed. Amazing work from Brett Ewins. Yeah, we love oh, that. Oh, God. Absolutely. Nemesis, The Warlock, Book 6, Torque of Murder. Brian Talbot lifts up a bizarre fantasy man. Just, you know, I can't agree more with that from, like we said, with a Torquemada Khan to the Attack of the Monads. <laughs> really just amazing stuff uh, Brian Ta- by Brian Talbot. Uh, Metalzoic, Kev O'Neill, and a unique concept for Mills. Mm-hmm. You know, Metal Zoic, the greatest musical in 2080 history, for sure. And it's even, <laughs> even beating out the actual musical episodes of um, Robo Hunter that one time. Wow. And then I finally, mean, you know, we yeah, are a music cast first. Always. Yeah. Star with music, whatever. And finally, uh, Judge Dread, Atlantis, Britsit Judges, and more gorgeous art from McCarthy. Oh, man. Yeah, I, great God, stuff. I love those helmets. Britsit Judges to- just have such beautiful absolutely. domes. Big lion on the shoulder. It's solid stuff. And hey, with that, I want to thank everybody for writing in with our spinning nominations. If you got, Woo. you know, every, start thinking about 87 as we get into it. Um, I'd really love to hear your uh, thoughts and I'll try to do my best to call, make calls late in the year. So if you're reading along with us, you'll have as much of the year as possible to um, think about before those episodes go live. And let's send it back to past Conrad and Fox. Take it oh, away, past Ali, boys. You- <laughs> And we're back. All right. Excellent opinions from everybody. Okay, Fox. Let's talk about 1987. Okay. I'm, the, I'm down. I'm so down. The distant future. So coming in our next year of thrills, we've got some cool premieres, people showing up. We'll have a writer, Alan McKenzie, artists, Dave De, um, De, De Antiqu- Antiquiz. I'm pronouncing that incredibly wrong. Could be Antiqui. I don't know. Um, Simon Harrison, Liam McCormick Sharper. Um, Liam Sharp and Steve Yole. Also, at the oh, Steve Yole is gonna be real awesome. Uh, the end of the current 2080 logo will come at the end of 1987. We'll get a new what? 2080 logo. Cool. Returning thrills for 87, buddy. Okay, we got Bad Company One and Part Two will be coming later in the year. 
Oh, fucking awesome. Yes. We're going to have a whole bunch of nemesis next year. Um, we'll <laughs> finish up the Torca murder storyline. Then we'll have a storyline um, called Torquemada the God with art by Kev O'Neill. Oh, that sounds great. And then we'll have a story called The Two Torquemadas with art by new challenger John Hinklinton. And that's going to be Ooh. real crazy. Okay. Um, then more slain. Slain the king, buddy. Going to slain Fuck it up. yeah. Uh, strontium dog, a lot of strontium oh, dog next year. It sort of becomes a, <clears throat> it's, it's, it sort of becomes a regular feature, basically. That's Love never the, bad. The bitch storyline, the royal affair, a sorry case, the Rammy, which has court stuff. It's gonna be real good. Um, Judge Anderson will be back. We'll have an amazing uh, a story with amazing art and some cool callbacks to the past with the Hour of the Wolf. Awesome werewolves. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, not you know. It's going to be a whole thing. It's going to be good. Um, okay. <laughs> less less werewolves and more wolves in sheep's clothing. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Rogue, Trooper, Rogue Trooper will be back for, for, um, for hit one. Um, we'll have a, like, this one I'm sort of saying is sort of a, of a reoccurring one, but it's also kind of a new one with a Tales of Mega City One. We're just going to be okay. sort of generic man on the street sort of Mega City One stories, not necessarily featuring Dread or Judges, just sort of being. Understood. Citizens Make a city stuff. as a character kind of exactly. thing, Exactly, right? yeah. yeah. Um, big return. I know you're excited about the return of Mean Team. Fuck yeah. Dude, I, it's time. <laughs> Jesus, Definitely. I need a psychic brain panther. Yeah, a world where no technology works except for the collar that translates <laughs> a psychic panther's like ability to speak, buddy. Um, I am so excited just on that sentence alone. <laughs> We'll also get uh, the DR and Quinch agony page. Return of DR and Quinch, doing a single page kind of thing, answering questions from readers. Oh, they got they got cool. life advice for you, my friend. Oh my god, I'm into that. Yeah. Um, then we got some new stories next year. Okay. Um, Grant Morrison's going to give us a story of an insane mercenary called Ulysses Sweet. <laughs> we'll start the uh we'll have a brief peter milligan power hour with his story the dead which has art by massimo bellardinelli and it's just Ooh. the craziest shit that i've ever seen we're like <laughs> pretty close like listen like this thing's gonna give like like metal zoic a run for its money in terms what? of like of like what the hell is this um, that's awesome yeah then uh um, Universal Soldier, which is not based on the uh, John Claude Van Damme movie, I'll have oh. you know, or w- w- one way or another. Okay, um, we'll get more Peter Milligan with the story Freaks, which is about aliens and um, like being a being not an asshole, which I think is going to be pretty good. Okay, I like um, I like those things together. Yeah, like we'll uh, Bra- the Next Generation. Yeah, definitely. We'll get uh, Bradley, which I'm not that stoked about, but it's about sort of a. <laughs> Uh, just the way you said it that's a jerk bradley yeah i'm not like i'm not a huge bradley guy guys i'm sorry to everybody if you're a huge bradley fan Um, to all those bradley heads out there to all those brad to all those sprogs out there um so i I wish i could be with you but i'm not um and finally (laughs) big news story next time is zenith with uh, which is written by grant morrison Art by Steve Yowell and is basically 2000 AD's version of like Watchmen or Dark Knight Returns. It's a superhero story, sort of a dark superhero story. Okay. Um, an English superhero story, and what I'm very excited about. All right. I'm, I, I am cautiously optimistic. I'm not the biggest superhero guy. 
No, I agree. I mean, 2080 isn't the biggest superhero publication either. So I think it's interesting. Mm. Uh, you know, I think it's going to be interesting when they try to dip their toes into that water is what I'm trying to okay. say. Yeah. No, I I mean, that sounds like a fucking awesome year. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, it's going to be real good. And then uh, for Dread stories, you know, always good to break up the dreads. We'll have st- we'll have stories like uh, The Taxidermist, an amazing story about just uh, – about Life and Times of Mega City One. Uh, we'll have the story Simp, which creates a, a whole new subculture in, in, a, in a Judge Dredd. Okay. We'll have the, uh, the Revolution storyline, which is pretty good. The story Bug, which is the first appearance of PJ Maybe, who have, about which much more later. Um, more Steve Dillon with a, a long story called Alabama Blimps. Which is about uh, the 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 Bayou and South in the world of Dread. What? Yes. Uh, Death Fist will come back for a rematch. <laughs> Death Fist. And then we'll finish the year with the new Dread Mega Epic Oz. Fucking finally, damn! And also which, Oz. Ooh. Yeah, which is about Australia and cloning and Chopper, the greatest uh, hoverboarder. <laughs> oh, really? So he's back. Super Surf 10 nine, next year. <laughs> Damn. All right. So down. Yeah. Also, uh, just some we – we, we won't have a ton of show milestones next time. Um, of course, we'll get to the both unofficial and official 10-year anniversary for 2000 AD next year. <laughs> with, uh, Jesus. You know, both the, the February that started in Prague 520. Um, and – if we keep at a decent pace, we could cross the twenty. We, we should cross the twenty five percent mark of a. Uh, oh God! While oh we my do God! I, oh um, my God! Yeah, sorry, buddy. <laughs> I, I I know you don't like hearing that, but it's true. Um, no, it's not that. It's just uh, you know, it's kind of like looking into the mirror of your own mortality. That's right. Yeah. Listen, Zeno's paradox, live and in color, here on Space Spinner two thousand. You know, trying to catch oh, a moving my. target. Um, <laughs> So, uh, programming notes for 87, buddy. Okay. Yeah, we're going to keep doing four progs an episode. I, I think that's been working real great. Mm. Um, I'll say, hey, listen, if you are a 2008, if you are a Space Spinner 2000 listener um, and you want to be on a special or an annual, like reach out to me any way you can. You know, direct message me, email me, anything. Um, and I'll put you on the show. We're we're booked through uh, four eighty seven, but there's plenty of spots onwards. Like I definitely like to start getting some folks in for eighty eight and eighty nine. Eighty eight will probably be t- like we'll probably record for that like sort of late this year. Eighty nine, maybe early next year or something like that. Mm. But you know, the part of me that gets very nervous about things like would like to get those sewn up as soon as I can. Although the uh, realistic part of me is like, most people don't want to sign up for something like six months from now. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, just, just keep it in mind, you know, think about it. It'll be fun. All you got to do is just kind of have a, have Skype or a phone or something and we can work it out. Like definitely and an don't opinion. worry about it. Yeah. Well, and an opinion of course, but you know, it's been really great having everybody on. I really appreciate everybody who has done these shows and helped me out both um all of all of our repeat guests who like like uh, stepped up and were on reaction this year and awesome. then um yeah and then uh you know my, my buddy Drew Joe and uh Dave who were all on the annuals and stuff this year really appreciate it as always by the time this episode comes out we should be done with our coverage of action including the episode that Fox and I are planning for the action summer special it's going to uh, be real great yeah you guys are going to get a special foxy treat. Yeah, that fox action. 
Um, <laughs> um, I really, I fully intend to uh, to continue on to do Star Lord and then a bunch of other 2080 related English comics. Um, at the moment, I'm still trying to find a find a co-host though. Um, Jason was amazing, but unfortunately, scheduling conflicts have made it difficult for them to continue doing the show. Um, so you know, hopefully, I should find something for that and we can start doing Star Lord real soon. I'm really stoked for it. Um, awesome. And generally, I'd like to thank everybody for sticking with us through 86. It's been a tough period for the podcast as our, our lives have conspired to make the show co- not come out as smoothly as, a, a, as we'd like. Oh, tell me about it. Yeah, definitely. Starting next episode, though, we should be back to one episode a week. And I'm really hoping that we can finish to uh, 2019 strong. That'd be real great, man. Really want to yeah. just blow this shit up, man. All right. <laughs> and... With that said, I hope everybody enjoyed the show. One of our longer Spinnies episodes, I think. Um, yeah, as as always, time. yeah. Listen, hey, we're cool dudes talking a lot, thinking a lot about these comics because we're smart guys and we're cool guys. <laughs> <laughs> you can find Space Spin of Two Thousand on uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, the Google Play Store, our podcast site at spacespinner 2000com Feel free to contact us at spacespinner 2000 at gmail.com on the 2080 forums or our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter pages on Twitter at spacespinner2k. Everything else with spacespinner2000, we should be there. <gasps> and tune in next week as we begin 1987. Niav and Slain reunite and reminisce. Dread deals with Vrax and DJs. Nemesis is up a sand creek, and Johnny uh, Alpha makes a new friend, Durham Red, the Strontium Bitch. Awesome. Sounds She's like a vampire. A lady. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> of course she is. You um, know she's a vampire. Of course she is. Got it. And until next time, I'm Conrad, he's Fox, and we are Space Spinner 2000. Spunky. 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 Spunky.